Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why do we have insights when our mind is quiet? How do insights play a role in our ability to learn, and when do they impact the trajectory of our lives? Welcome to Insight Out, where we explore these questions and dissect how insights influence who we are and ultimately who we become. I interview New York Times bestselling authors and some of the most influential minds of our time to find out what insights have helped to make them who they are. When I realized that the world worked in many different ways, I'm gonna choose to create a life that is specifically designed for me. I see infinite capacity to think and create. That's the magic that we all have. You can tap into that any point in your life. You just have to decide to do it. And as a leader, you have to be a transition figure. As Dr. Covey said, be a light, not a judge. Be a model, not a critic. If you're like me, constantly working to design a life that will allow you to reach your fullest potential so that you can leave your mark on this planet, then you're in the right place. I'm glad to have you on this journey and hope you enjoy this episode of Inside Out. All right, let's get going. I'm feeling feisty, feeling excited. I wish everybody could be here for the pre-show, Brendan and I talking about what we're going to talk about. And we debated the title. One, this is kind of a negative title. Why most morning routines suck. I think the reason we went with this is I didn't want to do a show where all we do is say and recycle the same thing everybody else says about morning routine. Okay. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to say it. Right. But y'all know what the normal go-to five things, six things, two things, three things that you have to do. And some people swear by them. They say, you have to do this in the morning. You have to wake up at a certain time. You have to do this. You have to do that. And so, you know, we're all individual. You got to figure out what's right for you. You got to figure out what your morning routine is. But I know Brendan has some strong opinions and then a good way about what maybe people are doing wrong when it comes to their morning routine. And we're going to talk a lot about what some high performers, some legends, champions, some world changers do in their morning routine that maybe you didn't think about. So we're going to do a, a no fluff zone and we're going to talk about some things that maybe you haven't yet integrated into your own morning routine. And I know the reason that this came up is that Brendan felt that something was missing when he left his corporate job. Something wasn't feeling quite right when it came, especially to his morning routine. So he's going to shed a tear and tell us what was it that was missing, what he has since integrated into his morning routine. And then we'll talk about some of the best practices that maybe quite possibly could be something that you could integrate into your morning routine. So Brendan, what was missing? Absolutely, Billy. You know what's fast about this topic, brother, is morning routine is such a sexy topic. You know, if you get your morning right, Billy, the rest of your day will change. If you get every single morning right, your whole life will change. There's so much allure. And what's also fascinating about morning routines, I've found anyways, especially in the topic that you said, which is people swear by these five things, meditation, cold showers, 
you know, meditating while journaling during a cold shower, like whatever the combination is, they swear by them, but I bet you very few people implement them on a consistent basis. So it's one thing to swear by something, but are you actually a practitioner of what we're preaching? And the reason I have such a a hatred, I mean, a hatred is a strong word, like a, a mockery towards morning routine is probably better examples because everyone's life is unique. Everyone's got their own way of doing things, their own way of being, their own way of how they show up in the world, their goals, their ambitions, their dreams. It's all different. So how can we expect by that simply just by copying other people's morning routines, we'll find the same level of success? I think that's the craziest part. And going back to your question, what was missing? For those who don't know, when I was in university, one of the biggest habits that made me successful, and it wasn't sleeping eight hours a day, it wasn't getting up at 5 a.m. and taking a cold shower and running seven marathons. Uh, I wish I did that. I'd probably be as successful as Billy. Hopefully, one day I'll adapt. <laughs> but really, the one thing I did consistently was I listened to Lewis Howes' podcast, The School of Greatness, 10 hours a week. So five times, at the very minimum, five times a week, for most of the three, four years I was in university, I would always listen to an episode of the podcast. And that's why over three years, I listened to almost a thousand episodes of the podcast. But what happened after I left corporate, I kind of lost that habit. You know, if you don't stick to a habit long enough, it disappears again, even if you've had a long time. So every day I would just wake up and I would start working and do all my chores and it'd be 8 p.m., 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. calls all the time, whatever. And I would just sit there and I was too tired to listen to anything or learn anything. So what I changed in my morning routine is I actually add now my whole day. Every morning starts with inspiration. Every morning starts with Lewis's podcast now. And I've been a lot happier ever since. I love that. And also it's simple, right? It's not super complicated. It's not 10 things. It's one thing. Let's just dive in, man. Like what are some of the morning routines that you've heard other people do? Because maybe there's something that others could apply, but I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. I think that a lot of people perhaps preach that they do something in their morning. And I'm not so certain everyone who's even preaching it is actually doing what they're preaching. So that being said, let's just assume that some of them are, who do you want to talk about first? Like give us, give us a few people that stand out and what are they doing? And why do you think they're doing it? In some ways, I feel like this is like a Halloween themed episode where what's Sherlock Holmes' assistant? Can you give me the name? Watson. Watson. So it, it feels like I'm Watson and you're Sherlock Holmes. And we're trying to like uncover the mysteries. Are people really doing their morning routine? Are they doing it? Not- yeah. Are they doing it? Are they not doing it? It would be really interesting to see. And I think some people are like super habitual and consistent. And I think others aren't. I mean, meditation, I, I don't mean to boohoo meditation at all. I think meditation's amazing. But to your point, I think that's definitely one of the staples in journaling, same thing. Because those are so common, again, this is not detracting from those being exceptional ways to start your day. But I also think they're almost played out in terms of how many people have said, do this and do this. It's like, 101 level. So let's get to 102, 103 level. Let's get to a 200 level course on morning routine. You know, it's funny. 200 level course is fascinating. Let, let's actually go through a couple of these. And, and I want to really emphasize the contrast here so we can really get a feel as to why I like the title, why most morning routines suck. So, so let's dive in here. So let's say on one spectrum, you have a guy named Robin Sharma, very successful leadership coach, 
lot of respect as well. Robin has done some incredible work in his life, he's coached some very impressive people. And he's also my business partner, Vomsi's biggest hero. And he has a book called The 5am Club. Essentially, what this book is about is how you should start your day and wake up that early and go for a run. And that's how it shapes the rest of your day. So that's why he's a proponent. My business partner was a part of 5am Club for almost over a year. Crazy. He woke up every day at 5am. Every time we'd go to a party together, he'd go to bed at 9 p.m. I was like, crazy? Go, let's go party. He's like, nah, I got to wake up at 5 a.m. for 5 a.m. club. So that's one way of doing things. A couple of thoughts that come as well is meditation's a common one. I can list off a couple of people who've applied this really well. Ray Dalio is the number one person who comes to mind. For those who don't know, Ray is the founder of a hedge fund called Bridgewater Associates, the author of the book Principles. He's a multi-billionaire, has one of the most successful, if not the most successful hedge fund in the world. And he actually credits a lot of his success to meditation, where he spends that time in calmness. So it gives him more time to think, make better decisions, and be more productive during the day. And of course, there's a bunch of other stuff here. Vision boards, right? positive affirmations that we got from Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, Start Every Day, talking about positive affirmation. I am great. I am enough. I will. I am a millionaire. I have a million dollars in my pocket. Positive affirmations to get the mind going because the mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative thoughts. Vision board reviews that we got from the movie The Secret. The list goes on. Writing tasks for the week and every day. I got that from Craig Valentine. Working out every single day. That's probably every influencer. Drinking a green juice. This is actually something Lewis uh, recommends a lot. Lewis Howes. Drink a green juice every morning. Cold showers. That's from Wim Hof. The ice. Man, I felt I needed to add a little effect of the ice. Man, it makes him sound more powerful. For those who don't know, by the way, let me give context to, to Wim because he's probably the only person that people might not know. So Wim Hof, referred to as the ice man, he holds the world record for the amount of time in underwater in freezing sub-zero temperature. I believe his record is 17 minutes. I'm not sure what the exact numbers, but it's pretty nuts. Like, this is water with like deep ice, it's like in the Arctic, and he just lasts there. Another crazy thing about Wim is he climbs mountains in the snow with just his shorts on. It's pretty nuts. So clearly what he's doing has some credibility. He sounds like a kooky guy, and he is, but what he believes is that... I mean, the method's named after him, right? I mean... Yeah, correct. He invented it. It's literally named after him. So essentially what Wim Hof is, it's a breathing technique that allows you to be one with the cold. And he says this, so he says the cold is your mirror. It's how you see yourself in that cold, how you react to it. But anyways, the guy's a little bit crazy. Lewis did a whole retreat with the guy for a week, super fascinating in Poland. So, But he basically argues that you should always be in cold water every morning. Gets you productive. And then the last one on my list is Jesse Itzler, where he says that he only eats fruit and nothing but fruit until noon. So these are all the crazy morning routines that I've been able to gather throughout all of my research. And the last one, actually, is by Alex Hormozzi, where he just goes, I have no routine. I wake up at 4 a.m. and I just start working. So there's that as well on the spectrum. Oh, and one other last thing of last things. So I like the topic. But then the other side of the spectrum, you have people like Alex Hormozzi who have no routines, or even interestingly, for those who don't know, Warren Buffett. When he starts his day, he goes to McDonald's. <laughs> he has an egg McMuffin. It's like funny. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he has Coca-Cola during the day and steak as his favorite steakhouse in Omaha most of the time whenever he's... And he has ice cream for dessert. 
So he pretty much breaks every rule. So take all the religion that we have for morning routines. One of the richest guys in the world, the most successful value investor of all time, let's face it. He takes all of those rules, <laughs> puts them on the paper, spits on it, lights it on fire, and throws it in the garbage. So that's the spectrum that we have. Why, Brendan, do you believe most morning routines suck? What do you mean by that? When you think of that framework, why? The reason your morning routines suck is because you're not optimizing your routine to your own human experience. What do I mean by that? Here's what most people do. They either don't have a morning routine or they try someone else's and eventually aren't able to keep it up sustainably. It's one or the other. It's either you don't have a morning routine for most people, or if you do, you usually try somebody else. Let's try this Robin Sharma 5 a.m. club thing. And you try it for a month. And after a month, you're like, God damn, like a I can't watch a movie with my wife anymore until midnight. My life is uh, uh, just fine. And eventually you give up. But there's a third option that most of us never talk about, which is, wait a second, guys. Think of morning routines like a restaurant menu. You don't have to order the same thing all the time. In fact, if it's the first time you're at a restaurant, you won't know what's good until you've tried most things on the menu. So what I would encourage all of you to do is take the list that me and Billy just gave. 5 a.m. club, waking up early, 10 minutes of inspiration, meditation, knowledge, positive affirmations, vision boards, writing down tests, working out every day, on and so forth, and try it out. Green smoothie. Green juice. Yeah, green smoothie. Try it out. See what works and see what doesn't. Audition them. Audition them. Life is long, folks. Right, You can try this stuff. You don't have to marry yourself to any of this stuff unless you're signing a prenup to get into a marriage. But other than that, in the context of morning routines, you, you, there's no prenup to sign. There's no documentation. You got to write up. You just try it and see if it works. So I'll give you a personal example. I hate working out in the morning. I hate it. I have a six pack. point I want to drive is try some shit out, people. Just try it. Like I tried working out in the morning. I hated it. And the reason was because I was tired the entire day. I couldn't focus on my coaching calls. I couldn't focus on my sales calls. And I was just a lump the rest of the day. I tried the cold showers. That didn't last long. I was like, oh, shit, that's cold. I don't try that. I tried waking up at 5 a.m. Worked for some time, but I watch a lot of UFC. I'm watching fight. Like Saturday, when it, well, there's a big fight going on that I'm, me and my cousins are watching virtually. That shit starts at 10 p.m., guys. I have to go to bed at midnight. I'm not going to wake up at 5 a.m. It's not going to happen. So I tried all of these things. And honestly, out of the entire list I gave you, Billy, I think I only implement like three of these things. And I'm really productive with my life. The first one is I journal. Absolutely. I always journal, especially when I have an interesting dream. I always journal. Not every day, but whenever I'm listening to Lewis's podcast, which is number two, I always listen to Lewis's show now in the morning. I start my day with inspiration. I'm on a treadmill running 70 miles an hour. I'm just walking, pacing back and forth in my basement. I'm just thinking the first two hours of the day. And number three, I work out in the evening. Not every day. Some days I forget, but I get it done at least three times a week. It's a pretty hardcore workout, 30, 45 minutes, abs, everything. And I do just fine. And at that point, all my meetings are done, I'm tired. So the key is, and oh, last thing, I wake up at 7.45. I don't wake up at 5 a.m. 
and my dad 11.45. Okay, so clearly you're a proponent and I think it makes sense to try different things out. There's a lot of techniques. We've only list, listed some of the more common, some of the more well-known, and maybe a few that you didn't hear or didn't know about. But point being is these are, it's not an exhaustive list. There's other things people have found to be helpful. Audition, try different things, see what works for you. What about the idea of switching it up, not having the same thing every day as a long-term solution? Meaning, do you think is your suggestion to keep trying things out or eventually, what do you think? Should somebody land on something that they could create a habit? Because again, there's proponents, there's people that are going to be like, you got to have a habit. You got to have consistency. And I'm curious, where's your thought on that part of it? Fascinating idea, Billy. Here's what I would say. I think for me, habits are important, but not by all means necessary for success. I know that's controversial. A lot of you probably hate me right now. You're throwing James Clear's book at me and throwing it on. I'm getting hit by atomic habits and high performance habits. Brandon, you know nothing about habits and high performance. Why are you open your mouth? For me, the perspective, Billy, is as you're auditioning some of these things, and remember, you know best because you're the human being. It's just ask yourself a simple question. With that routine that you're having right now, are you getting results? Yes or no? And if you're getting the results that you want, I have no feedback to give you. Keep doing the same shit. If you're already getting the results that you're looking for, I got nothing to tell you. But if you're not getting the results that you're looking for, then we need to have a conversation about that. What is it about your routine that's not getting you results? And by the way, I'm not getting the results I'm getting too. So I need to work on my routine. I need to work on something. I'm always working. But the key I want to drive is I don't like the idea of saying these three to five things, Billy, is now needs to be a habit. I need to do a meditation. I need to jump up and down. I need to sing Kumbaya for seven minutes. I need to do all this stuff. Because like, at some point, you're going to miss all five things. But what I am a big proponent of, especially for most people, is out of all of those things, Take one of the thing in the list and make that a habit and start there. And the way you make that decision is by picking the one that simply makes you the most happy. Like, I'll be honest. I look forward to starting my day with Lewis House. I don't look forward to a workout in the morning. I don't look forward to waking up at 5 a.m. But I look forward to waking up at 7.45, starting my day 15 minutes after that with the tea, and listening to another episode of Lewis's podcast and getting my brain thinking in that way because it's always inspiring for me. And that's a habit that I've actually stuck to ever since I was 19 or 20. I pretty much stick to that habit with the exception of exams I had to study for. That was the only time I didn't stick to my habit. But like, I mean, I've been pretty consistent with that habit. And that's the only one I've been consistent with. Because when I was in uni, I was sleeping four or five hours a day. I didn't care, right? Because I was just productive. I was doing things. Not to say that you shouldn't be doing that or you should be doing that, sleep eight hours a day. But the point I want to drive is that was the consistent thing for me and it made me super productive and I was successful at the time or the goals that I was achieving for. So what I would say is pick one of those things and stick to that. So you're auditioning them. Somebody listening to this right now is wondering, okay, what what can I apply in my life and take from this conversation so that I could actually start to identify that one thing, right? If you're an advocate for finding the one thing that makes you happy, what should somebody be paying attention to? Because I know somebody maybe who's got very structured, regimented, focused type of person, if that's the type of person they are and they're highly disciplined, they're like, well, 
Brendan, you're, you know, that works for you. I'm more, I'm this way. So what should somebody who maybe is trying to find their path, what should they be thinking in, or what should they be doing in order to make sure that they know they are choosing the right thing for their morning routine? <laughs> That's a fascinating question. I think for me, Billy, it always comes back to energy. How energetically do you feel in the morning with that X routine? And the other piece is AV testing. Have you tried different types? I've tried waking up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., all the way up to 12. <laughs> I, I tried all of them. And man, I, maybe I should re-implement that 11 a.m. one. That was a really good one. But I think what I realized was as you do more AV tests, you start to you feel better. And, and what I'm really am a big proponent of, Billy, is making the right one millimeter decisions in the right direction. I'm a huge fan of that. Let me repeat that again so people get that is making the right millimeter decisions for your life in the right direction. So I'll give you an example. My habit started with listen to podcasts two hours a day, which I now implement. Life is great. And since I'm an entrepreneur, I can just pick my schedule. So I always get that two hours to myself, regardless of who's on the phone, who I need to talk to. But the second habit is nuts. These are raw, unshelled, unsalted pistachios. So every time after lunch, I always shove a bunch of these pistachios in my mouth because Dr. Stephen Gundry, Mark Hyman, a bunch of these, what is it, uh, nutritionists, doctors, they all say that pistachios is really good for me. I do the same thing with walnuts, right? Unsalted, raw walnuts. I have a bunch of those as well right after lunch. So that's the second thing that I do. And I get some of those days off, but then I go to the next millimeter change, which is eating two avocados a day. So I shove two avocados in my mouth literally every single day with blueberries and strawberries. I do that most days too. But as I'm adding these little things on my plate, I'm slowly optimizing my life as perfect as possible. And then a few times a week, I do cheap meals. So I think the key is, and this is really what I want to emphasize with people, is the way that you figure out your one thing is by trying everything. The way that you figure out your one thing in morning routines, because the list is so small of everything that you can possibly do. <laughs> I mean, maybe you'll invent a couple of new ones that you'll have to teach me and Billy. But I would say the key is the best way to figure out the one thing is to try everything and figure out what are the things that are right for you. Great advice and love it. And I'm wondering how long do you think someone should test something before they know they've gotten enough data, enough information to determine if it was the right path or not? That's a fascinating question, brother, because I find that with each thing, you know, really quick, I'll give you a quick example here, but it's a good thought process. Cold showers, you know, pretty quickly <laughs> whether or not you like it. How do you know? I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Like I think, and granted, I, I haven't done it for 30 days, but I know Matt Diavella did it for 30 days, right? So do you do, you do something for 30 days to determine if you want to continue doing it and if it's something you want to keep in your life or do you do it for three days and you're like, no, nah, I don't like doing this. So I think you get used to something. So that would be my counter but I don't know. I mean, maybe some things take longer and some things, you know, right away. So you don't have, it sounds to me like you don't have, generally you think people know right away, but you don't necessarily have a strong opinion that they have to know right away. And that's a fair counter, by the way, because, because I'll be honest, right? I, I haven't tried cold showers for 30 days. I probably tried it for one or two, maybe three. I might've done it for three days. Actually, I think I have tried it for three days once, but I never went longer than that. So definitely concede to your argument there. 
But I think for me, it's all about also maximizing happiness and productivity. So if you feel the other things are getting you further along, then I see no need to, to keep trying things. But the, the other piece as well, like another simple one, meditation. You know, so many people tell the both of us and everyone who's probably listening, you know, Billy, Brendan, you should just meditate. Just close your eyes. Billy, just close your eyes for a couple of minutes. Just clear your mind. And you know, it's funny. Whenever I hear meditation, I was like, yeah, this stuff really doesn't work for me. It's like, I'd rather just listen to a podcast and think of other things and do that. And that works really well for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I figured out really quickly that meditation was just not for me on a consistent basis because I was getting the results that I was looking for from my moving routine. So that it always goes back to that, really. Are you getting the results that you're looking for? Yes or no? It's a binary thing. You're either getting the results that you're looking for or you're not. Or you're satisfied. Or you're seeing progress. If you're not seeing progress, we have a problem. We have to discuss. We have to try different things. But if you're seeing progress, I got no feedback for you. Keep doing your thing. If you're eating two cookies in the morning or you're having an Egg McMuffin, which is what Warren Buffett is doing, and I guess he's he's doing something right with this life, clearly. I mean, he's in his 90s. Then that's clearly the path for you. But I think the key is really, are you willing to test more and get more out of life? And by the way, this is not just true with morning routines. This is true with every area of life. Just try a bunch of shit. Like try a bunch of things for your passions, for your ideas, what you want to do. But I think where most people get paralyzed is they don't make, they don't, the volume, they don't make a high enough volume of decisions rather. They kind of just go, okay, morning routine. Uh, Okay, so meditate. Oh, this doesn't work. I guess I shouldn't have a morning routine. How did we skip from like, let's try a morning routine to, whoa, like take a break. Let's, let's go to Pizza Hut or something. Let's calm down. Right? Okay, maybe not Pizza Hut because we're on the topic of morning routine. Green juice factory. I don't know. But the key is try a bunch of stuff, make a bunch of decisions, and eventually one of them will be right for you. Why is there so much emphasis on morning routines, do you think? And is it for good reason? Because, I mean, you are starting your day, right? Clearly. And that's going to, I think, conventional wisdom tells us that it's going to set the trajectory for everything else you do throughout the day. Curious if you believe that or if you think there's something more to why morning routines have become, I mean, there's books, there's tons of books, there's there's so many gurus that specialize just in this. And so why? Why is that the case? I mean, it sells, brother. It sells, man. If I promised you a silver bullet that if you just did this every morning, Billy, you'll become a millionaire. Your whole life will change. I mean, that's the promise a lot of these people give you, is if you start your day right, your whole life is going to unfold. Well, my rebuttal to that is, what about the rest of your day? What are you doing? Like watching Netflix? <laughs> you listen to two hours of TikTok after you do your cold shower and your meditation? That's where I get a little skeptical about these things. I'm not saying uh, the people who are writing these books are, are the devil or anything. <laughs> what I am saying is there's definitely this um, eroticism, I would even add that word, to morning routines. It's sexy. Oh, yeah, I woke up at 5 a.m., got my stuff together. I'm on the hustle. I'm on that grind. I ate my nuts, did all these right things. I got the green juice together, so it means my life is all set. But I would really challenge all of you to start thinking about what about the 16 hours a day that you're spending awake? Audit that shit. That's way more important to audit than just the first hour, the first two that you wake up. And if we focus more on that, the better question, rather, if I were to present an objective framework that I think everyone should implement, it's the following. 
what are the three main priorities in your life right now? And what are the three key actions that you're taking on a daily basis to advance those three priorities? Most people don't have answers to those questions. What are your top three priorities in life? Okay, is it getting more subscribers on your YouTube channel? Is it building better relationships with your family? Whatever. Top three priorities, top three actions that are driving those top three priorities. Most people don't have that. That's way more important than a morning routine. Okay, so last question for you. What didn't we talk about as it relates to this subject that we should have as a final word? I would say for me, final word on morning routines is don't just focus on the morning, focus on the entire thing, the entire day, the entire week, the entire month, the entire year, the entire decade, the entire life that you're going to live. What do you actually want to do with your life? And study the people who have achieved the same results and focus on those people's routines, focus on how they spend their day and use that as inspiration, right? Not copy, use them as inspiration to figure out practically what makes the most sense for you and slowly make millimeter changes so that you can optimize not just your morning routine, but more importantly, your life, what you do during the day, what you do in life, how you spend every single day, mostly in the afternoons, in the mornings, in the evenings. And if you focus that and you figure out those priorities, figure out the actions you want to take, I'm sure your morning routine will work itself out eventually. Boom. And as we close down here, the other thing that I think a lot about is our own productivity rhythm and when we are best at certain tasks. So I think you look at somebody like a Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos famously has said that he only makes three important decisions a day and he does it between 10 a.m. and I don't know, forget what time, but in the morning when he's sharpest. In the morning, you know what he does? He putters around. That's what he says. He putters around. This is Jeff Bezos. Now, he doesn't have some elaborate morning routine. He putters around, but he is self-aware enough to know himself. And I think self-awareness is a muscle, right? You flex that muscle over time. You get more aware of yourself because you're spending the time on yourself and with yourself. And you're asking other people to give you feedback to know yourself better. And so maybe you're the type of person that towards the end of the day is the best time to work out because like Brendan said, you're going to get tired or maybe be a little bit more lethargic if you spend all your energy first thing working out. I'm kind of like Brendan, by the way. I really related to that because I like taking a walk in the morning, but if I did a five mile run and granted, maybe the more in shape I was, the less this would be an issue, but I'm going to be tired. I know that in the afternoon, after I've been sitting for most of the day, taking meetings, doing normal work type things, when it's three, four, five, six at night, I'm going to want to do something active to get out of my seat and do something physical. And then that's going to actually give me energy for the evening. So optimize your, your whole day, not just your morning, your whole day based on your energy level. And to Brendan's point, See what other people are doing to get some ideas, but check in with yourself to see if their ideas are the right idea for you. Hopefully you got some value from this one. I really, really loved this topic and I want to explore it even more as we think through how we can optimize 
not just our morning, as Brendan said, not just our day or our week or even our year or decade, but as Brendan said, how do we optimize our entire life? Step-by-step, I love this framework. Make those micro-adjustments because the micro-adjustments will make the big macro-adjustment. Take care, everyone. We'll talk to you all soon. Make it a great one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside Out. I hope you took away some valuable insights that will help you in business and in life. If you like this show, the best payment you can give is to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. You can also listen to past episodes and see a breakdown of all the best insights by going to insightoutshow.com. And for the record, there's no greater compliment than sharing this show with your friends on social media. So if there's an insight or a lesson that you liked, please share it and tag both me and today's guest. And until next time, remember, your next life-changing breakthrough moment may happen when you least expect it. Insight out.